Hey, folks, Michael Rosso, Film Photography Podcast for March 15, 2022. Oh. I'm here with uh, Mr. John Fideli and guest star Mr. Mark Dalzell. Hello. There's nothing heroic in going down fighting if it can be avoided. Nothing even remotely patriotic in death or glory if the odds are firmly on the former. Nothing inglorious in trying to shorten a war that we are clearly losing. Losing! Now is the time to negotiate in order to obtain the best conditions possible. He will know his own weaknesses. He will be reasonable. When will the lesson be learned? When will the lesson be learned? How many more dictators must be uh, woo, appeased? Good God, give it mixed privileges before we learn. You cannot reason with a tiger when your head is in its mouth. And uh, this was all slated to be our St. Patrick's Day episode. Uh, it was indeed, Michael. Yes. Uh, but what happened? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. fudged it up. Well, you know, I wanted to um, open up talking about uh, Svema Film, which yes. is manufactured in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the FPP has been... Hopefully still. Yes, the FPP has been carrying Svema Film for about 10 years now. Very popular film and an awesome film. Beautiful relationships with the folks over there. Uh, my friend Dimitri, we correspond with each other. Hmm. You start looking around at all the different films that the FPP sells. Some are called Sfema, but other ones, you know, are using Sfema produced film like Dracula mm-hmm. and a f- uh, Let It Snow and a few mm-hmm. other films. And when you realize how many films are actually using this Ukrainian film stock, you're like, oh. Wow. Yeah, it's a big deal. You're like, oh. I hadn't heard from him until um, March 8th of this year, 2022. And he says, uh, we are safe. That's good. Our geographical position protects us from the invasion. They're in like the west side? Uh, No, they're in the Sumi area, which is invaded. But I'm guessing on the outskirts or through over over the hill or somewhere that's not like a direct path. That's good. And, And probably not in a major area that they want to capture yes so he says we will win because we have no other choice god damn right so glory to ukraine yep and uh it's really it's very moving i find it i find it very moving that that everyone is that you know their resolve is just yep. there's no other there's no other choice it's just like that is that is what they're going to do. That they're is what they're going to do. Uh, well wishes here on the 15th uh, to everyone in uh, Ukraine. And I hope that this is resolved without continued uh, violence and death. It's horrifying. I wouldn't even be talking about this if there wasn't this direct right, connection. connection. Because the FPP, I mean, we're not political. Uh, we don't, you know, on air, we don't have any opinions about anything other than film photography. Yeah. And we try not to anyway. Yes, and of course we try to be very lighthearted and try to you know we want to have fun and we we supply regardless of what's going on in the world. I mean, I like to stick to what our mission is and what we do 
and that is supplying the brushes, you're supplying the canvas. The, you're supplying ink for the cameras. Yes. <laughs> the ink for the canvas. Well, cameras, I said. Oh, cameras. Yeah, film is ink to a camera as ink is to a pen. We supply art supplies. Yeah, basically. For yeah, everyone so, to yeah. create. So when there's like unrest, whether like a few years ago when it was, you know, uh, BLM and I just, we just want to supply the people the means to express to, themselves to, through this terrible right. things that are happening you know and back in the day you know we featured a few photographers that were out shooting you're There's supplying the materials for people who have an opinion to capture that opinion that's correct and express it that's correct but it's I'm hard to be it's me. hard to be you know light about hmm. in a situation like this where it's yes. just awful awful all the way around it's awful for the folks in ukraine mm-hmm. and it's awful for these boys in the russian army who don't even know what they're doing yeah you Every, know, everybody's being put in a position where they have to deal with something they don't want to which is the awful good luck to everybody absolutely Please be safe dimitri yes speaking of sfema film our good friend alex laux you remember alex right is he the, the recreationist? Yes. Yes. He published an article on a website called Studio C41, Sfema Films and Introduction. Uh, this was published on March 3rd, 2022. You can go to Studio C41 and look that up. And he gives a very um, you know, bullet-pointed sections. Very detailed account of the films. And History the of process. Sfema. Then he goes through each one, FN64, Photo 100, mm. Photo 200, Photo 400, oh. how to get Sfema films today. So thank you, Alex. Well done. Yes, well done. Very timely. Well, moving well, right along. What, what else is, what is the state of film now? You were just telling me oh. before, because I, I, I looked at a roll of E300 that Mike had, well, a pack of E300, and I was, <laughs> he was coveting it. <laughs> Coveting it. E300. What kind of E100, I'm sorry. It's a triple pack of E100. No, the E1. Yes, Actochrome E100. And you were telling me that it goes for like 20 bucks a roll now for 35 million. Really? Yeah, let's see. Man, I got to empty my freezer. Or thereabouts, which is astonishing. I used to have a ton of it. I went to search Buford T. Justice is in there. (laughs) Why were you searching? I love looking at Buford T. Justice. Boy, when I get home, remind me to smack your mama. What the hell is the world coming to? <laughs> E100 is ectochrome E100 35mm 36 exposures. Slide. If you search it generally, you'll find it's 1999. That's crazy. At like B&H. Wow. FPP 1699. Wow. Okay, still pretty hefty. Yes, but I mean, that's what, what it is, is. What is it normally? That's what it's normally. It's normally sixteen. It's never changed in price. It's it changed not. in price a few months ago. Yeah, last year it was. I'm uh, so used twelve ninety nine. I was gonna say yeah, it used to be like yeah. nine ninety nine or something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In the old. That's days. probably the last time I purchased it because I bought a ton of it. I think I have two rolls left. Oh, okay. And you enjoy shooting? I love it. That's my favorite. Really? Yeah. For e- color slide, E three hundred is what you choose. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Kodak Ektachrome. We have it in all sure formats. We have it in regular 8mm movie film. Yeah. We have it in super 8mm movie film. Super! We have 16mm movie film, huh. single and double perf. 120. We have it in 35mm, 120, and 4x5. Four, four four five. Five. That's yeah. pretty much everything. Uh, 8x10 is a special order. We don't carry it. But they, they will do 8x10s? Uh, you have to go to Keith Canham. If you mm. Google search Keith Canham, uh. that's Can Ham, C-A-N-H-A-M. Okay. He does like every a few times a year. He does a special order with Kodak oh. for large format. He does 
five by seven, eight by ten, sometimes larger, hmm. eleven by fourteen. Amazing yeah. film stock. Amazing. I love it. It's, it's great. Gorgeous. I don't think I've ever had a bad roll of that. Like, there's always been at least two or three shots that I was always uh, amazed at that have become favorites when I've shot and that. And when you put it in your scanner, you, you almost no. It's delicious. You have almost no modifications to make. No. It's just gorgeous. Even just looking at the negatives. When yeah. You look at the roll up the negatives and put it up against light. It's delicious. But as as of this date, there's still. I mean, the color film shortage here in the U.S. and I'm guessing around the world. Has gotten worse. Ooh. It has gotten worse than last month when we reported. It's getting worse. worse. It's getting worse every day. We said this last month, and it still remains. There's no uh, color plus two hundred. There's no mm. gold two hundred. There's no good. <laughs> <laughs> There's no max four hundred. Uh, we have Actar one hundred, and Portra. Por- I was going to say yeah. Portra is the one that Portra one sixty and Portra yeah. four hundred is like. It, it comes in and then it flies out the door. It used to be FPP was the best kept secret on the planet. Not anymore. <laughs> now I don't know with this internet, with this high speed internet. That's what <laughs> happens. High speed internet. <laughs> it's all this non dial up worldwide webbing. You know the wide wide world of web. You know, so okay, so this. You know, I don't know when this is going to be relieved. I don't know either. It's a. It's a mess. The whole supply chain thing. Everything in the world is messed up right yeah. now. It's crazy. Everybody's I can't get anything. We talked about it last time. Yeah. From cereal to film to gas. Can't get the guitar cables. It's crazy. It's getting worse. Canned chili you can't And there's trouble in the world right now. It's going to make things worse on top of the worse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Too much trouble. Especially if you're looking for... In the world. Yeah. Wait till you see the next generation of photos. Introducing the Kodak Photo CD. You won't believe your heart. You won't believe your eyes. Pictures taken with your current film and camera, transferred onto a new kind of compact disc, and shown on TV. The special Photo CD player also plays audio CDs. The new Kodak Photo CD system. You've got to see it. This is a brand new 16 millimeter film at the FPP. Mm. FPP, FPP oh, 16 millimeter solid. black and white three. Now you know when you say three black ISO. Black and white three. Oh, that's the ISO. When you say Shit. three ISO, think about it. Okay. A, a, an old wind up camera or Bolex, like the shutter speed at 16 frames per second is one thirtieth of a second. That's pretty low. Yeah. And if you're out in blazing sun, it's no problem shooting ISO three film. Yeah, at blazing all. sun. Well, it's designed to as long as the sun is blazing. So this is like a grain-free black and white film. It's awesome. And then this, Blue Ultra in 16. Blue Ultra. This is the stuff we shot on the roof. What's uh, the ISO for that? Three. Still three? Yeah, still three. What is the ISO for the 35 millimeter version? Still three? Three. Yeah. You posted a good photo uh, on Instagram. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Yeah. It had the red glove on it. That image was uh, Beth Majorski. Uh, she like took the blue ultra 35 millimeter. Okay, we're talking about blue ultra 35 millimeter film. Mm-hmm. Came out recently. Yes, ISO three. Yeah, it's a duotone film, so it gives you a blue palette, but reds for whatever reason pop, pop like crazy. So Beth took this film. Yeah, and she really like worked it for what it is. Like she really understood. So she shot it in blazing sun. Beautiful. Yeah, and she there's a woman. For all I know, this is her. I don't know if it's a self-portrait, is it? Let's see. Self-portrait. Yep. 
She had a red glove on, but not just any glove. Can I see it? It's a, not just a regular red glove, not just like a glove. It's like an evening glove, thigh-high elbow. It's the thigh-high equivalent glove. of a glove. She also shot, let me show you this. Ah, look at this. Ah, flowers. Oh, gorgeous. Nice, right? Yeah. And what's that camera? What, how did she, she shot it? Was that like a lens? Lomo lens or something like that? Yeah, let's see. What's, oh. Something crazy. Uh, long exposure. Uh-huh. Uh, Lomography. I don't know what camera. Hmm. Uh, another shooter is uh, Greg Tamura. Have you seen this shot? Oh, yeah. I thought that was oh, Joey Kay cool. for a second. It's very cinematic, isn't it? That's a great shot. There's several shots. Wide shots of that. Yeah, that's a great, great shot. But the hat pops. He's got the blue jean uh, suit on. It has kind of a cross-processed look to it. Yeah, exactly. It does. Beautiful effect, both of those photographers. So the blue ultra is 35 millimeter and 16 millimeter, which is amazing. And since we're talking about film. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. What else are we going to talk about? Uh, On March 8th, uh, the FPP released Yeti. Yeti. This is a ISO 6 orthochromatic film, and it just is a beautiful, creamy... Mm, look at that. Yeah, it's yellow. Yellow! A beautiful, creamy film. And, you know... What's the, what's the benefit of shooting orthopedic film? <laughs> Posturepedic, sorry. So, um, for folks who subscribe to the newsletter, and I would imagine anyone listening to this broadcast mm, subscribes to the newsletter. Yeah. So we introduced the, we're doing like rollouts. We rolled this out at $5 off per roll. No joke. I'll take 400. (laughs) (laughs) It's black and white. You develop it in black and white chemicals, makes negatives like it's no. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's orthochromatic. So what is orthochromatic? That's what I'm, I don't understand. Oh, orthochromatic is, it's blue sensitive. So if you shoot it outside. Oh, that stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It doesn't see, uh, the red spectrum. Gotcha. All right. All right. That's coming back. So what happens if you shoot something red? Well, I'll tell you, John. I'm it's glad invisible. you asked. I took an orthochromatic film. I remember I used to come to Smooth Sailors, your band. Yeah. And I used to set up those yeah. hot lights. Yes. yes. I set up the whole room with hot lights, and I shot an orthochromatic film, and that film came out blank. <laughs> <laughs> that, sir, what a came great, out blank. I'll tell you. It's a great story. That's a good one. Thank yeah. you. You sure it wasn't just a lens cap on or something? No, 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 no. Like, Why did it come out blank? Because t- tungsten light is in a different area of spectrum. It couldn't see. Couldn't see oh. that level of light. You need so like LEDs. So if you had blue gels on there to convert uh, it to daylight? Good, I'm not, mm, I don't know, maybe. 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 Oh. If, you, if I used a flash, it'd be fine. Oh. It's daylight. Next, next month we'll read a letter from somebody explaining what will happen if you do that because somebody out there knows the answer What are you saying? Right stupid. So. We, it's just not an area of expertise that we currently possess. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a few other things. But what camera did you bring, Mark? It's a mystery camera. Oh, no. Come on. It's a yeah, pe- it is. Pe- it's, a, it's a Petri. Oh, Petri. It was made, um, it was made in the 50s by oh. this company called uh, Kuribayashi. Oh, we're going to talk about it after the break. Well, you asked me what camera it is. I'm trying to explain. Oh, okay, go ahead. I it's don't a know. teaser. It's well, a t- teaser. We'll tell you when I get back. Okay. Hey everybody, Michael Rosso here, Film Photography Project. This month we had a brand new film drop at the FPP online store, Blue Ultra. It is a color duotone film with an ISO of, wait for it, three. 24 exposure roll, develop C41. It's a 35 millimeter color film that, oh look at it, it is blue. And when you shoot, 
and develop your negative, it will result in a scan where most of your frame is blue, but some colors, namely reds, will pop. The reception to this film has been very great. You can take your, your scans and you can manipulate the color in your scans using Adobe Photoshop or DaVinci Resolve to really pop the reds and to get better skin tones. It is considered a special effects film that will give you something very different for your photography. This is in the filmphotographystore.com. Please do check it out and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. Uh, before we talk about our featured camera, I want to talk about a few uh, movies. Talk about movies. So this is a notice about, um, it's called Revival, a featured documentary about analog film phenomenon. Rebecca Matthews of Cub, C-U-B, Cub Film, recently contacted us about an in-progress feature-length documentary, Revival, showcasing current renaissance in film photography. It's uh, produced by Rebecca and James Carr and directed by Dean Ginsburg. It's going to profile artists who are create, creating new work using 35mm wet plate, motion picture film, and everything in between. It's going to feature the works of photographers Joe Greer, Austin Augie, Chantal Covertini, and many others. And you can go to Instagram, you know, that's at IG. Revival the documentary with the at symbol, Instagram handle. Hmm. So uh, you folks can check that out. Check it out. And it looks like that the, the producer is in Australia. Oh, good day. Uh, okay, you know what? It's been what? long enough. Jesus, I didn't even introduce the treats. Oh. So a few things before we, you know. So I brought these for the gang. Yeah. These are called fudge cookies. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, from a place in New fudge Jersey. cookie. It's just singular. That's just one cookie. A place <laughs> in New Jersey uh, called ShopRite. Oh, Ooh. fancy. Yes. Fancy. And here in Italian the, bakery. And here on the eastern coast of the United States, ShopRite is famous for their annual, John will remember this. Can-can sale. Yes! Shoprite does the can can selling lots of brands of everything in cans. Yeah, ten cents. Shoprite does the can can selling lots of brands, brands of everything in cans. Cans. Did you have uh, Shoprite in Canada? To- no, not in Canada, but I've been in the U.S. for thirty years. Okay. Uh, and I didn't. I wouldn't have bought these if I knew. Um, a few months back, I bought a few. Um, Girl Scout cookies from Justin. Right. So Justin, who here at the FPP online store, his daughter is part of Troop 20759 in Nutley, New Jersey. So whenever that happens... Eh, oh, my God. I always buy a few boxes. The mother load. Oh. Holy shiz. Oh. Can I buy some of those, Forklift too? sound of a beeping. Beep. Yeah. It's a Beep. big box of cookies, So, man. John, I, on your behalf, remember I said, what do you want? Dude, that's a lot of cookies. So I think Girl Scout Schmores, I think you bought these. Oh. Schmores. Schmore. Do you remember if you did Toffee Tastic? I don't know. I doubt Samoas. it. Samoas. How about Samoas? Samoas, yes. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Uh, tagalongs? Did you do the tagalongs? I don't remember. Do you like any of these? Because I have a lot. <laughs> I, I don't even know them that well. I know the Samoas. I like the Samoas because I like coconut. Okay, let's see what's going on. Oh, I'm not very good at this. Samoas for you. Oh, well, have Samoas. I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't angling for a box. I was just saying I like them. Uh, tin mints. Oh, this is what you got, John. Tin mints. Oh, ah, stupid. For the first time ever, folks. For the first time ever. What? The Girl Scouts of the. <laughs> the Girl Scouts of the United States. <laughs> yes. Issue of America. Uh, yeah. Thank you. 
of America. He's so excited. They issued a new cookie. Wow. This doesn't happen that often. Adventurefuls. Okay. Ooh, what? Wow. Indulge and in brownie-inspired cookies with caramel-flavored cream and, and that a was, hint of sea salt. That was a digital cookie. That's good. What do you mean oh, digital? digital. I, I was afraid it wasn't real. Oh. I was afraid that, like, oh. You, you, you haven't seen it in the real world until now. You order it online, and then it doesn't actually exist, like when you buy digital fashions. Yeah. I just, oh. look, I just looked that up online. Those are going for 30 bucks a box on eBay. You should just resell it. Wow. Limited edition. You want this? 30 yeah. bucks. 30 Is that true? 35. No, Every minute it's going no, up another dollar. Hold on, what what other make, kinds you got? I'm just making sure. Uh, tin mints. Where's the tin mints? Oh, uh, hold on. I didn't get any tin mints. Are you kidding me? You didn't ask. You, you, you didn't. Oh, that's my family's favorite, the tin mints. He didn't think he had to ask because that's just so obvious. Yeah. What yeah. are you going to do with all those? Oh, I'm going to give them to people. Oh. You're going to walk around your apartment building? Hey, how you doing? I have some cookies. <laughs> Speaking about cookies, I got some monster news. Real Monsters. That's the film I produced in 2016. Oh, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah. did the music. Well, I did? I don't remember that one. <laughs> I remember Cries of Ecstasy, Blows of Death. <laughs> Real Monsters. That's the film I produced in 2016. Oh, yeah. You yeah, guys yeah. did the music. Did you, did you watch it? Oh, nightly. <laughs> I'm a fan. It's an homage to, soup, to you know, kids shooting Super 8. Yeah. Is there film in that? Yes. Can you believe it? That's about kids, it. you know, like uh, like like freshman in uh, high school age kids yeah. who are part of a film club in high school. It's a movie film club. Yeah. There's like a Bigfoot. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. It looks it looks like the a kitchen sink movie. What does that mean? <clears throat> Everything's in it. Like every cliche, every. Every crazy horror horror trope, and then Bigfoot. Yeah. So basically, a, a there's an industrial area town where like an evil, you know, corporation is trying to like you know there's a secret about like uh, uh, dumped toxins, mm-hmm. and they're trying to keep that secret. But there's also a Bigfoot family living in that area, maybe from the toxins. <laughs> trying to get the word out. <laughs> <laughs> so this, the main character, the boy, the main character, his dad. Shot on Super 8 back in the 80s, some secret stuff, mm-hmm. and they, they recently moved back into town. That's where all hell breaks loose. Okay. It's called Real Monsters, and you can watch it on iTunes, uh, Amazon. iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a high-quality movie. You can watch it on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Voodoo. I hear iTunes. Just think music. Google Play. Google. 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 Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Hoopla. 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 Uh, and at your local shop, right? Vimeo. <laughs> Only during the can-can streaming, sale. Streaming in the pharmacy <laughs> at your local shop, right? That's killing me. Streaming at the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a long list. Just sh- bear with me. Oh, shit. You ready? Okay, doo-doo. D- now, come on. Voodoo. Stop. Hoodoo. Dish, DirecTV, Comcast, Spectrum, Charter, Cox, Verizon, Files, Frontier, Suddenlink, MediaCom, CenturyLink, Google Fiber. You made up at least half of says, those. And then it says, no, it says with smaller ink, smaller type, it says plus smaller Mike's, affiliates. Mike's house. And all fine retailers. <laughs> Mike's house every Thursday yeah. is a private screen. Oh, this is real. Yeah. Cox. Cox is the only one that was real. <laughs> What's Cox? 
Cox Cable. What's wrong with you guys? Where's Cox Cables? We're 12. Are you kidding me? I never heard of I've Cox heard of Cable. C O X. It's like one I've of heard the- of Cox too, but where's this <laughs> Cox Cable? I've never seen Cox. Where where do you find these Cox? Don't see any Cox around. <laughs> Look, there's nothing funny about Cox. <laughs> Hey, so people you don't need, have to tell John. Hey, keep your cocks to yourself. <laughs> Listen, it's Cox Cable. There's Courtney Cox. There's all sorts of cocks, okay? It's Cox in the cradle and the silver spoon. <laughs> what? And I kept saying, hey, man, Donnie, we're a hit show. Relax. You know, it's hard to have great episodes one after another. Fonzie jumping over a shark is going to be funny and, and great, you know, and it's... Cats in the Cut cradle. to picture of Fonzie jumping over a shark. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. We've been the FDP. Oh, God. Oh. So it's called Real Monsters. And, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. It took a long time to get out. 2016, we started shooting it. Oh, it's just out now? That's, just That out. was the point of your story? Oh, I thought you meant you were just, like, trying to bump he's, it. He's looking for an excuse just Why don't you go cocks. home tonight? It's a kid's movie. Why don't you and your child dial it up and, like, uh, drop four bucks and rent it? Yeah. Because you, ju- you guys just described it, and... Uh, Four dollars. <laughs> Four. It may be more. Just gave you a box of cookies for Christ's sake. <laughs> Jeez. Want me to give you another box? <laughs> All right. Well, it's a positive uh, message. That's good. That's a feather in your cap. That's the theme of this uh, this episode of FPP. Positive. Me- oh, it's every episode. Oh, it yeah, is. That's true. Positive yeah. message. FPP is super positive. But but it's also the month of the Yeti, I guess, for you. I didn't so think about that. The real that. monsters has a Bigfoot in it, and you have Yeti film. Yeah. So our Yeti is, Sasquatch is the yeah is the white Yeti is Yeti white the white yeah. Yeti you know the mountains Yeti yes yeah like the Himalayas that's like Pennsylvania Yeti <laughs> that's like a, he's like a squirrel yes he's like an urban Yeti we come back we're talking about a camera are you oh, sure I was about waiting that for you to say we're out of time for this show and oh. not get to it sure about that oh we're almost out of time All right, let's get right to the, <laughs> exactly. let's get right to the camera. It's a great year for pictures. And Scofilm makes the picture right. And Scofilm any day or night. It's a great year for pictures. So why don't you go and get A N S C O? And Scofilm. This weekend, make your pictures great with Ansco. Hey, we're back. Back in the New York groove. So uh, Mark brought a camera. Mark, tell us about this camera. <clears throat> I was going through my pile of cameras that I haven't talked about yet, and there's this one Petrie 35 that I've had forever, and I've heard of the Petrie 35, so I grabbed it off the pile, and I started doing some research, and it turns out I actually don't even know what camera this is, because... It doesn't have a model number on it. Yeah, it, on the, yeah, it says on the top, it says Kurabayashi Camera Industry Incorporated. So Kurabayashi was this big Japanese camera manufacturer. They started in the 20s, hmm. and they, they lasted until 1977. They made everything from... You know, rangefinders to SLRs to large formats, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, but I, I, so I went to pull up the Petri 35 to to look up my stats and get my information I needed, and I realized, wait, that's not the camera I've got. So, what do I have? And then I found this camera that was called the Petri 35 MX. I'm like, oh, okay, that looks just like it. And then I went and looked at it, and the thing about the MX is that you can change your um, flash speeds which this doesn't have that either. So hmm. I'm not 100% sure what camera this is, but I've seen it described as, I want to get it right, the Petri 2.8 Color Corrected Super. Oh, okay. That seems to be what people call it. And on the front, it does say 35 Petri Color Corrected Super 28, which is not what it's I a just lot of said. Words. I'm reserving them all my questions. It's very complicated. Why is it called Color Corrected? I want to know. <clears throat> 
Um, Does it have filters that dial not in? Not filters, but the, the coatings on the lenses. Oh. So if you, if you shoot color film with old, like, 20s cameras, 30s cameras, usually, like, the color has kind of funny shifts to it. Um, so this has actually color-coded oh, lenses. No way. Where did you purchase such a camera? This, I don't know. This may have been a flea market find. Like, this is the problem we're going to have every time you ask me that question. Because mm. everything I have now, I got at least four or five years ago, and it's just been sitting... I have a I have a big stack of cameras on one of the benches at my at the studio, like probably thirty cameras that are just FPP cameras, and for the most part they're all mid twentieth century little rangefinder lumps made by Zeiss or guys like this or Siegel or you know whatever uh, Kodak. Lumps. They all kind of look the same. Yeah, they, they sometimes they're a little boring. I think I need to try and shift it up a little so bit. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, is Petrie is that a also, a, a film brand, or is no, Kobayashi the film brand that put out Petrie? So Kobayashi is the name of the company. Petrie was the line That's of the cameras, brand. and this particular Petrie is the thirty-five two point eight color corrected Super two eight. Um, even looking up on uh, on eBay to look up past sales, if you look up all the Petrie thirty fives, there are. And if you look at the pictures, I found this exact camera sold a couple of different times, but even the description was of a different model name. So, oh. like, people aren't really sure what it was called. All that aside, the best I can figure is this was made probably in the late 50s. The The regular Petri 35 was done between uh, 55, the Petri, uh, yeah, 55 and 61, I think. Hmm. They did come out with one in the late 50s that was a, some kind of anniversary model that sort of sounds like this, but that one actually has a 500th shutter speed, which this one doesn't have, and it apparently has a green rangefinder, which this doesn't have. So I don't know. It's, it's a mystery. Is exactly that a rangefinder? Yeah. So this is a rangefinder. Oh, cool. It's got all the you know typical mid-century uh, um, controls on the barrel here, so you're you have to you know get it up in in your face and mm-hmm. get your aperture set, your your shutter speed set, all that sort of thing. But it's got a good range of shutter speeds. Oh, you have to look at the front for shutter speeds. One second all the way up to three hundredth plus bulb. Uh, the one second is actually not bad. I did notice it's kind of funny that the shutter speeds are like the Kodak speeds. So it doesn't have a 30th and a 60th. It has a 25th and a 50th. Uh, your apertures, this one, as I said, goes down to 2.8. Um, uh, so 22 up uh, down to 2.8. The, the shutter speeds, you only have two? No, it's got it's a full range. So okay. it, it'll do uh, second, half second, a fifth of a second, a tenth of a second, 25th, 50th, 100th, and 300th. Okay. So just kind of funny. Fair enough. Yeah, it gives you everything you need. Lens is glued on, or you can change it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fixed lens. Uh, the focus is pretty easy on it. The, the rangefinder is pretty bright. It actually says it'll focus down to two feet, but then it'll go a little bit further. So I actually checked, and you can focus down to 18 inches with it, which is, again, pretty good. You could put a flash that has a PC cable. Yeah, it's got a cold shoe on the top. Cold shoe. And it's got the PC port, which is clearly labeled with a big red X, so it yeah. is electric flash synced. Which is good. Do you remember what those were going for on the bank? What they sold for? Back in the day, um, the 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 thirty fives were selling for twenty five dollars in fifty six, which adjusted for inflation is two hundred and fifty eight dollars right now. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a relatively cheap camera. It wasn't like a disposable, but you know it wasn't like a thousand bucks. Nowadays, they're going for thirty or forty dollars. Not going for a whole lot. They did make a, a later version of this. That was more compact. They, they actually they made a selenium metered version of it, but then they also made a more modern version. I think in the seventies mm. that was a lot more compact, which is still a kind of a well regarded street photographer's camera. It kind of looks like the Ricoh five hundred and that kind of thing. Nice little you know nice little uh, deck of cards looking thing. But otherwise, I like it. It's got a thumb wind on the top, which is good. Mine's a little bit gummy, but it works pretty well. 
Uh, it's got an f- automatic frame counter on the top, like a twist rewind, which is a little bit of work. There's no, it doesn't have a lever rewind, but yeah, it's it's a good little camera. No, I have not shot with it yet. You know, for the amount of craziness going on on eBay with like people, you know, the prices skyrocketing for the simple K1000 or Canon AE1 or yeah. a Leica camera, nut nuts nutso prices. There are a lot of bargains for perfectly good, excellent cameras. You could pick it up for twenty five, thirty dollars, yeah. forty dollars, and you could have a, a great camera. Yeah, and there are a lot of cameras like that. The other podcast we were talking about. Remember the where'd it go? Bell and Howell. Yeah, yes. Oh, from last time, yeah. The Bell and Howell Auto Thirty Five Reflex, which is made by Canon. You can get them dirt cheap. Even Canon FT, or the original Nikon F. Yep, classic. They're cheaper. Necromat. I guess if you just search thirty-five millimeter camera and then do the drop-down lowest price first, start from there on eBay. Well, you, if you just search for camera, you're going to come up with four hundred thousand results. But yeah, yeah, you got to give it some. But yeah, like if if you look up Kurabayashi cameras, or if you look up Petrie, you know, for instance, for this, or yeah, there's, I mean, well, you know, there's tens of thousands of different camera models out there. There's all kinds of cool stuff. So yeah, I got to go through my collection and find something good and weird for next time. Do you plan on shooting with that? I'll give it a shot. Uh, once once I read a little bit more about the company, they do sound like they were a good company. They they really spent some time <clears throat> with their lenses and their their technology. So I would like to see what it does and see what. So you don't like, like carry around a camera with you anymore, like it's out on the street. I do now. Oh, yeah. And in the last couple of weeks, I've started again my my F three here. So this okay. is my like workhorse. So I've got a Nikon F three uh, with a one point two lens on it, and it's, oh. it's got my old Billy Lee vintage yep. strap on it that I love with my. Who's um, Billy Lee? He was just an old uh, designer from the sixties. He did oh. a lot of guitar straps oh. and cam- guitar and camera straps. He did a lot of, but. Oh. Uh, Jimi Hendrix used to use his straps. A lot of guys in the late '60s. So, oh. and whenever you, I see a Billy Lee, I grab it. Are you thinking of shooting that role of Yeti? Oh, can I have this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely try it. I love low ISO, low ISO stuff. Yep. Developing times, as with all, most FPP films, you just go to the product page, scroll down, and they're the developing times. Okay. So, and I, did I give you? That, uh, I forgot. That reminds me. I'll need to get some more black and white developer. Did I? Did you? Did I, yeah. This, did I did you did I, did I give you a bag of FPP Cupo Joe? Time to wake this show up. No, I didn't. No, you gave me the new color one last time. That was oh, I got to give you now. You have oh, never, is this a Caffinol? You have never done the Caffinol. I did. Came and? out completely blank. <laughs> okay. Much like your experience really? with the with the ortho film in front of the tungsten lights. I have some good blank. news. John and I, you can find it's hard to believe. John and I developed a roll of film together. Yes. Wow. In the new FPP Cupo Joe, and although there were some problems with the actual film, that there were know, camera issues. Camera issues. Yeah, there were three beautifully exposed frames. Which, <laughs> no, out of which, out of how many? Oh, two rolls. About four hundred. Oh my god! But that tells you that. Are you sure it's the camera? Yes. Yeah, there was a lens, right. lens issue. Yeah. All right, but which you know I found very encouraging and exciting because you like was not our development issue. I mean, we did it. To, we did it together. Yes. Did the whole thing together. Like, yes, it was fun. Yeah, it was. Nice. It's like Father Sunday. <laughs> it was like Unchained Melody playing in the background. He had his arms around you yes. as you were rinsing. And I scanned it in the negative supply DSLR scanning scanner. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, those three shots, those were very good. They're nice. Yeah. This is children like walking on a path in like a park. Was it up at Ringwood State Park? It was um, Skylands Manor. Yeah. 
Yeah. I that's why I'm excited and I feel very good about giving you a package of FPP Cup of Joe because we know it works. Yes. All right. Well, your excitement makes me feel good about taking it from you. Thank. <laughs> okay. See, that works out well. What other? Do you need, are, you, are you all out of developers? Do you need some like Dalzell seventy six? Do you need any? <laughs> What's uh, I got? It's been so long. That's now. your royalty what? payment for using your face on the cover. I will yeah. take. I'll take one of those. What's the one I used to use that I used so often that the inside of my bottle got chromed? <laughs> What was that one? Extall. Oh, Extall. That's what it was. I was trying to. It wasn't Dectall. I couldn't remember what it was. Extall. That you. I have put. To... I put like 150 rolls through that one liter. Extall. Wow. You have to mix in a bucket because it makes five liters. Jeez. And I gave, gave you me one a liter. liter. Of it. Yeah. So yeah, literally, it looked like it was a chrome bottle of. I'm very excited, and I'll tell developer. you why. Because you know, Mark, you've been like out of the photography loop a while, so you're you're all poised to really catch up. Like, do you know about FPP D96? No, I'm not a fan of the show. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great developer. D96. All right, that's and that's twenty better than the seventy six, at least. Wow, <laughs> it's a different type of developer. It, it works just like D76. You know, times are a little bit different, but it's just a, a solid developer. It's the developer that's made for like Eastman Double X. Yeah. So let, let me say because there's probably people listening who feel the way I do right now as you're telling me this. Okay. I'm I'm really into film stocks, and I love seeing what different film stocks can do and then sort of catering what look I want by choosing the film stock or by choosing the camera. Mm-hmm. The actual developer, I don't see. Like, I'm a huge car guy, but I don't care what gas station I go to. I don't care what kind of gas is, goes into the car. Like, I'm more interested in the car. So when you talk about there's eight, you know, eight different black and white developers, they all kind of look the same to me, and I'll give them a try, but I it doesn't... There's so many shades of gray with the developers, though. Like, there's so many, like, people go to... I'm black and de- white. I'm a black and white guy. I don't see shades of gray. No, I'm just saying. Like, there's a certain formula for I'm HC-110 just saying, yeah. that is specifically for older film that kind of kills the fogging. You know what I mean? So Well, that's oh. true. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that kind of thing where you've got something special. But if, but if, I, shoot a, you know, if I shoot this roll of Yeti in my F3, let's say, and then I take it home and I... And I like that developing test I did that time where right. I develop it in XTOL and this and that and, and blah, 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 HD 110, D76. And I looked them out all side by side. You can see the differences. but So except for these developers that are new that you've just been introduced to, FPP Cup Ojo, FPP D96, all the other ones, D76, XTOL, HC 110, you've used all those. And what you're saying is you just reach for whatever's mixed and it didn't really matter to you, got the job done. Well, I yeah, I tried them all and it just it just worked out. Like HD110 was the first one that I used. I and I still have my HD110, my old CRP. jar of honey that's yes. sitting in the back of the cupboard. The XTOL just worked perfectly. It worked perfectly every time. I was always happy with the results, so I just always used that one. And I didn't I never saw a reason to change. You know, if I did get to something where I like, oh, I want something like this or I want a little more of that or I want more grain or less grain, then I could look up, okay, how do I make it Greenier this time, and I could, you know, I could do it that right. way. But, but generally, I just want to make sure that all that film that I just spent all that time shooting is going to come out properly. And the oh. one time I used Caffinol was a disaster. So now I, I like, sh- I'm like gun shy for Caffinol. And hmm. how did you mix it yourself? How would happen? No, we did it at the studio one night. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you were all excited about it, and we mixed up yeah. a fresh batch in the in the kitchen at the studio, and it just like it all, big, we all did oh. it, and it came out completely blank. Yeah, yeah. So that was my one time, like seven years ago. But Get back on the horse. I'll give it another shot. So when is something, this a new improved formula? Is there something different about this Caffinol? Uh, 
It, it's a brand. It's a brand new formula. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cup well, of Joe. I mean, didn't you use Sanka or something? Yes, I mixed it myself yes. from scratch. Well, there's your problem. <laughs> this is like a tested yeah, formula. Yeah, that, yeah. Ziploc bags. So do you feel the same way for the for the very tested, beautiful D ninety six? I would give it a try. But I'm so happy with things like X Tall or D76 that you don't have. I don't any know what. Though. Well, that's true. So I'm I'm limited by what you're going to give me. <laughs> you don't have any D- D76. <laughs> I, I actually I do still have a couple. Do you remember you oh, gave me that from the 1980s? Yes. <laughs> Those packets of dry chemicals from the lady with the enlarger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was like t- there was like ten packs of D76 that had hardened into a rock. <laughs> so I put them on my counter and I beat them with a rolling pin until they turned back to powder, and then I mixed them and they're beautiful. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Per- they're perfect. Uh, this is this is good news, folks at home. So, the chemistry we carry from Kodak it has expiration dates on it, and it kind of burns my butt <laughs> the fact that they'd have expiration dates because Mark Dalzell, who's we just talking, he had a packet of Kodak D seventy six at least twenty from nineteen eighty five. Yeah. Oh, was it that old? Yes, it was. Holy crap! Well, like forty five years you old. in college. <clears throat> I or guess that packaging so. was from 1980s. Wow, yeah. maybe older. Wow, I still got some. I'll look at the date when I get and home. And yeah. Mark, just mix it up. You, like like it's powdered chemistry that's mm. sealed. It doesn't degrade over time. Apparently, I could I see think. it oxidizing over. Dick, and I mean, I'm sure the quality isn't as good now as it was back then. Like I'm, people right now are at home disgusted with what we're saying right now. But what you're saying, oh, Sheldon. Well, I'm very excited about giving you this photochemistry. Yeah. And a roll of Yeti. Thank you. Do you want two rolls of Yeti? Yeah, I do. One more for the fridge? Yeah, one to, one to put in the freezer for the next 10 years and forgets there. <laughs> okay. I want to thank everyone for joining us. I really appreciate it. Quite a know, journey today. Yeah, it's quite a journey today. We've been all over the place. We have. I'm wishing the best. You know, next month when we check back in with you folks on the 15th of April, mm-hmm. I'm crossing my fingers that... Uh, the situation will change for the better. Yes. Sure it will by Everywhere then. in the world. This can't go on another month. Well wishes to everyone out there. Please, everyone, wherever you may be, stay safe and uh, document, uh, document your world, right? Yep.
Everybody knows 